Hello, my high-achieving servant-hearted friend. Welcome to another episode of the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. I know that you're tired of feeling overwhelmed, tired of feeling exhausted, tired of feeling like you can't keep your head above water. You want to have more time to be present and enjoy life. You want to feel fulfilled and you want God to be the center of it all, but you don't know where to start or who to trust. I have a solution for you. Christian Life Coaching changed my life and it can change yours. Head right now to gracefilledleader.com to learn more. That's gracefilledleader.com. But then, come right back here because today I am talking about a topic that seems like it should be obvious common sense, but it isn't for everyone, and probably not even most. And I'm going to go out on a limb here, but I think it's especially difficult for us as women. I see it in relationships, and I definitely see it in the workplace. It really is one of the key aspects of learning how to find balance in your life and allowing others to be a resource for you. Sometimes we set a lot of expectations in our head, but we aren't so good about clearly expressing them and truly asking for what we need. That can lead to a whole lot of disappointment and overwhelm as a partner and as a leader. I'm going to share five tips for getting more of what you need from the people in your sphere of influence, whether that's your spouse, your friend, your mother, your leader, or the people you lead. Welcome to the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. Do you want better work-life balance? Do you get stuck in patterns of perfectionism and people-pleasing? Have you always been an overachiever but never really feel good enough no matter how much outward success you achieve? Do you want more time for the things that matter most? Hi, I'm Tanya, a wife, mom, leader, certified Christian life coach, and Jesus lover. For most of my life, I tried to find worthiness through achievement. But no matter how hard I worked or how much I achieved, I never felt like I was enough. I was left burned out, empty, and exhausted. I had no time or energy for myself or my family. I needed balance. I needed peace. My life changed when I finally started to live like an unconditionally loved daughter of the King, saved by grace. This faith-led podcast will teach you time management, self-care routines, and practical leadership strategies to help you navigate life and leadership. If you're ready to become fueled by grace and free from people-pleasing, if you're ready to multiply your time and impact as a Christian woman in leadership, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers and roll up your sleeves, sister friends. It's time to get after it. Hey, I am calling all Christian sister friends out there. I am so excited to tell you about an event that's coming this November. Her Renewed Strength Co. is hosting a virtual women's conference for all women of faith. It's 100% free, and we want you there. The Renewed Conference is a virtual experience that exists to empower and equip Christian women to know God more and have boldness in their faith. If you want to grow in your walk with the Lord... If you want encouragement and practical guidance that will help you live out your calling, or if you just want to be healthier 
and simply enjoy a lifestyle that aligns with your faith as a Christian woman, this week-long virtual conference experience is for you. Click on the link in the show notes to register for free. The first sessions go live Monday, November 6th and continue through Friday, November 10th. Don't wait to grab your slot. All right, you need to turn up the volume if you have ever found yourself thinking or saying, I shouldn't have to ask. He should just know. Oh, I know you're out there. Don't you think I don't hear you thinking, yeah, well, he should. I was just having this exact conversation with my daughter as she was frustrated with her partner. She is really busy in medical school full-time, and prior to starting medical school, she had told him that she would need some extra help around the apartment. Well, let's just say he doesn't quite see what needs to be done from her standpoint unless he is told. She was so frustrated because she was feeling hurt and upset that he doesn't just know that he should do the dishes or cook supper sometimes, that if he really cared about her, he would do those things without being asked. Oh, sweetie, (laughs) yes, it might be true that some people just know and do those things without being asked, but I have never known a life in which that has been a reality for me. I clarified and I asked, well, Does he do the things willingly if you ask? Well, yeah, I guess, most of the time. Well, count yourself lucky, I thought emphatically to myself. Okay, and let me ask you, I said, do you spend more energy getting frustrated and upset that something isn't done, that you thought he should just know to anticipate and do without being asked, or... Do you spend more energy asking for what you need? She said, well, I guess I spend more energy getting upset, but mom, I shouldn't have to ask. Yes, dear, we all feel like that sometimes, but is it really true that he doesn't care about you when he doesn't do the dishes out of his own volition? Probably not. He probably doesn't notice or think about the dishes needing to be done because it isn't a priority for him. Perhaps he will learn over time to anticipate some of these things if you routinely ask for what you need in a loving and grace-giving way. But in the meantime, save yourself some sorrow and just ask for what you need. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, Tanya, you need to take your own advice. It isn't fair to expect something if you haven't made your expectations clear. My son is a perfect example of a young man who just will likely never be good at anticipating the needs of others without being told. He is on the autism spectrum, very high functioning, but he is very literal and is not at all anticipatory. I have told him nearly every day of his life to take his dirty dishes from the table to the sink, and yet... I cannot be certain that he will do this without being asked, to this day, 22 years later. Most of the time, I still have to lovingly remind him. If he's home alone for the weekend, there could be a mountain of dirty dishes and a dishwasher full of clean dishes, but if I actually want to come home to clean dishes... I need to specifically ask him to unload the dishwasher and reload and run it with the dirty dishes. 
It isn't that he doesn't love me enough to do the dishes without being asked. It is truly that he doesn't even think about it, and it's not a priority for him. He is perfectly content to live in squalor, as is my husband. I used to get so upset when I'd come home after being gone and find the messes everywhere. I hadn't asked the men in my life to pick up after themselves, do the dishes, etc. I just thought they should know, and they should do it if they cared about me and respected me and all that I do on a regular basis. Well, guess what? I spent a lot of years wasting time being angry about unmet expectations that I had never specifically communicated. I have now learned that I need to ask for what I need in a clear and respectful way and show gratitude for having my expectations met. I may not even get what I need if I ask for it, but I certainly am unlikely to get it if I don't ask and if I'm not specific. And I've learned that I need to create a safe space to fail sometimes, because I do. Even when I ask or communicate a need or an expectation, sometimes it goes unmet, but not necessarily out of malintent. Sometimes it's just forgotten or something else takes priority. I can save myself a lot of grief if I learn to accept that sometimes that will happen and it does not serve me well to lay a guilt trip or get angry. It is certainly acceptable to seek to understand the barriers to doing what I asked and to have further communication about what it was important or why it was important to me, but I also believe we have to be a safe place for those we love to fail forward. If not, they will never respond from a place that seeks to honor and respect us through their actions. They'll either function in fear or in rebellion. This principle is really applicable to our professional lives too. I have fallen into the trap of having expectations for my leaders or for my direct reports without communicating my expectations clearly. Now, some people will innately do or say things in a way that I would expect without needing a lot of direction. That's just their nature of being. However, some most definitely will not unless I communicate clearly my needs or expectations. I was mentoring someone recently and it became clear to me that I need to lead and mentor this person differently than I typically would based on how they receive information. Where I thought I was being fairly clear in my communication and expectations, there was still a degree to which I wasn't. I was allowing some level of subtlety and expecting to see things that I had not very clearly defined. I also hadn't adequately created a safe space for this person to fail forward. I thought I had, but I had not been direct enough in doing so. This created a situation which the person was not meeting expectations and was progressively drowning without knowing how to ask for a life ring. Once we established open and transparent communication and created that safe space to be 
less than perfect and to ask for help, it allowed us to wipe the slate clean and start over on a new path. It allowed me to more clearly define my expectations, explain what I need to see, understand whether there was a commitment to moving forward in a positive direction, and better understand how I needed to be an effective mentor and partner in that process. It was a difficult conversation that the Lord redeemed in a big way. As I thought back on the conversation, I was grateful for several things. I was grateful that the Lord gave me insight into the situation and confidence to have a difficult conversation. I was grateful that the Lord allowed me to speak in truth, but with grace and love. I believe that is what created a safe space and created hope that things can look different going forward. What could have been a circumstance that otherwise compromised a relationship became a relationship-building opportunity. I walked away feeling hopeful that I might see more of what I need to see and give more of what that person needs from me. Now, I could have avoided this conversation and just continued to have expectations that were unmet, which would have led to growing frustration and an erosion of the relationship. If you're someone that has expectations that are unmet, I encourage you to ask yourself how clearly you have communicated them. And if you're communicating your needs and expectations, how are you doing that? Are you communicating with grace, love, and respect? Or are you communicating with passive aggression, frustration, or imposition of guilt? Here are my five tips to getting what you need at work and at home. First, you need to understand what you need or expect. Second, you need to communicate clearly what your needs and expectations are and why they are important to you or to the work that you're doing. Third, ask if your expectations are reasonable and realistic for the other person to meet and what they will need from you in order to meet them. Fourth, ask for a commitment from the other person. And finally, respond with gratitude when the expectation is met and grace when it is not. So again, number one, understand your needs and expectations. Number two, communicate your expectations clearly, including the why. Number three, ask if your expectations are reasonable and how you can support them. Number four, ask for a commitment. And number five, show gratitude and grace. I hope that helps you as you go about your week, and I pray that God fills your heart with gratitude and His amazing grace. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you're enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free Facebook community. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journeys. 
You can find the link to the group in the show notes or go to gracefieldleader.com forward slash community. If you have questions or content ideas for the show, please send me a message on SpeakPipe or via email. Go to gracefilledleader.com forward slash contact and leave a written or voice recorded message. I would love to know how I can best serve you on the podcast. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3 verse 20. Until next time, my friends, God bless.